Wow. All I can say is Walt Disney, Marvel, you guys made an unbelievable, unbelievable is too small of a word. You guys made a Thanos movie because you know how Thanos' personality is larger than life and just so wildly amazing. Good morning, guys. It is very early on Friday, uh, April 26th. If you're on the West Coast, it's 6.31 a.m. If you're on the East Coast, it is 7.89, a.m. And I just got home. I saw the Avengers Endgame tonight. I went to a 2.30 a.m. showing because all of the seats were sold out for Friday and all of the seats were sold out, um, you know, pretty much Thursday night, yet, which, which was yesterday night, too. And I really wanted to see it because I really wanted to... Record an episode, recapping it, and sort of giving my thoughts and opinions. And oh, by the way, before I even get into this, spoiler, 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 there'll be spoilers in this. So if you haven't seen it yet, and I'm going to put in my title that there are spoilers, um, just don't listen to it. Go see it. But it was, it was just so well done. It has a 97% currently in Rotten Tomatoes, and that is definitely well-merited because it deserves it. It was so star-packed. It was so it was so good. And um, you know, I read something on I just Googled it because I've been Googling it like crazy just to read what you know all the headlines are about it. And there is one uh by CNET two days ago of Avengers Endgame Review, Marvel's Ultimate Love Letter to Fans, Tops Affinity War. I will I will agree with that. It definitely topped Affinity War, and I saw Infinity War last year twice. Um once on uh I think early or late April when it came out, and then once in May on a date. And um, I loved it, but this one was amazing. It was three hours, uh, but it literally, it needed to be three hours because there was so much that went on and there was not, you know, in longer movies, there's always a dull sort of lull in the movie. There was no lulls in this and there was nothing dull. I, I was awake the whole time and I had a coffee before to like stimulate myself and get myself going because I had a long day on Thursday and I was like, okay, I'm going to power through. I'm going to maybe take a power nap and then go see the movie at 2.30 a.m. By the way, I got there at 2.15, sat down and went to see IMAX 3D and I was like, I usually hate 3D movies, but I needed to see this one 3D. I also had a really good seat, which is surprising because every single seat was full. Also, I was sitting next to this woman in the theater that, you know, was a Spanish-speaking woman that had not seen any of the Marvel movies prior to this one, and she did not, not know what the hell was going on, and her son or whomever she was with was, like, punching her in the face, like, chill down! Loved it. Um, but all the loose ends were tied up, everything, it was just beautifully executed, um, and I'm gonna give you a little plot bio, um, of first what goes on, but, and then I'm gonna give my opinion about everything that goes on, so again, spoiler, 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 um, and I'm going to try and, you know, not flub up because I am so tired, but I, I really had to get this out because it's fresh on my mind. So, okay, here we go. Three weeks after Thanos used the Infinity Stones, by the way, I'm reading this plot from Wikipedia and I was like, going to recap it myself with my own words, but you know what? I'm just going to give you what's online. Again, spoiler. Three weeks after Thanos used the Infinity Stones to disintegrate half of all life across the universe, Carol Danvers rescues Nebula and Tony Stark from deep space. They return to Earth and join the remaining Avengers, Natasha Romanoff, Bruce Banner, Steve Rogers, Rocket, Thor, Pepper Potts, and James Rhodes. Okay, I'm going to stop right there reading this. So we open up. It's a beautiful shot of Robert Downey Jr., um, uh, RDJ, in a spaceship, sort of in the, I guess, the abyss is the word. There's a specific word that they use. Um, and he's freaking out because they, I guess the ship only has about 24 hours before they run out of oxygen. And then he falls asleep. And then Ganorga, I'm sorry, not Ganorga. I'm thinking of 12 in Central Park because I was just talking to my, friend, my accountant, Kristen, about that. Hey, Kristen. Hey, girl. Um, and she, he falls asleep, and then she puts him in a chair, and then he wakes up, and it's um, Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Mrs. Marvel. Here we go. I'm going to go. Okay, I'm going to keep going. Okay. 
They find the Nowinger Thanos so they can take the Infinity Stones and reverse his actions, but he has already destroyed them to prevent further use. Thor decapitates Thanos, and then Thanos dies. You know what? This movie was a lot like if you've seen, um, oh, what is that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio and um, Ellen Page? It was like Inception. It was multiple time zones, going back in time, going forward in time. And all of them were just in different places trying to get the stones. I'm going to just keep reading it. Okay. Five years later, <coughs> Scott Lang escapes the quantum realm. And fi- Scott, Scott Lang is Ant-Man, a.k.a. Paul Rudd, a.k.a. Um, a.k.a. Uh, oh, my God. He was in Clueless with Alicia Silverstone, Paul Rudd. What was his character's name? He was her brother-in-law. Um, oh, my gosh. I have to get this name. Um, all by myself, I want to be all by myself. Okay, who am I going to, who, what is his name? Okay, give me one sec. Sorry about this. To divert from the bath. Okay, so anyways, Paul Rudd comes in. Um, I'm just trying to get his name. I'm trying to get his name. I'm trying to get his name. I'm trying to get his name. Um, oh, it's Josh. He plays Josh. And I was like literally crying because actually, I actually haven't seen the Ant-Man movies yet. And it was so funny because, oh my God, not to mention how funny this movie was. There was so many jokes. And one of the jokes, chief among all jokes, was when Paul Rudd, who plays Ant-Man, was like, yeah, nobody knows who I am because they're at a diner or they're somewhere eating. And these, and these kids come up to take a photo with, um, uh, they come to take up a photo with the Hulk. <laughs> it was really funny. And the Hulk was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. He was like, why don't you take a picture with um, him, Ant-Man? And he was like, nobody knows who I am. And the kids were like, yeah, nobody knows who you are. It was really funny. Okay, I'm going to keep going. Five years later, Scott Lang, Scott Lang escapes from a quantum realm and finds uh, Romanoff and Steve Rogers Avengers at the Avengers compound. Only five hours have passed for Lang instead of five years. And he theorizes that the quantum realm can allow time travel. The three proposed to Stark, now raising a daughter, Morgan, that they retrieve the Infinity Stones from the past and use them to revert Thanos' actions in the present. Stark rejects them out of fear of losing Morgan, but, rel- uh, but relents after reflecting upon the disintegrated Peter Parker. Because you remember, again, at the end of um, Infinity War, half of, the, half of the Avengers disintegrated. Stark designs a device to stabilize time travel. Romanoff finds Clint Barton, who has become a ruthless vigilante following the disintegration of his family, and he returns to the compound with her. Also, in the beginning of the movie... Um, Clint Barton uh, is having a picnic with his family, and then he goes to um, goes to do something, and he turns around and his family's gone. And he's played by Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner, who, by the way, is so handsome in this movie, and he has a really good haircut, and I'm going to go get my haircut today and, and be like, I want to look like Jeremy Renner. Also, he's a full sleeve tattoo, which is really hot. I love guys who have sleeves. <laughs> I don't have any tattoos, but hey, to each their own. I continue. Excuse me. Um, compound with her. The reunited Avengers split into several groups for their mission. Banner, Rogers, Lang, and Stark traveled to New York City in 2012. Um, Banner visits the Sanc- Sanctum Sanctorum and convinces the Ancient One. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, Tilda Swinton was in this, a.k.a. Um, the White Witch from The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. So good. Um, I was really excited to see her. Everyone was in this movie. Everyone came back for it. It was so exciting. It was like a star power movie. And when Tilda... I love... Um, Oh my gosh, I love, um, what is that film called? Doctor Strange with, um, I am so sorry. My brain is just farting. Doctor Strange with Benedict Cumberbatch. So good. Also, Rachel McAdams is in it. She's a doctor and she's really, really funny. Um, and it's also beautifully shot and it's very, very, very well written, as is Avengers Endgame. Okay, I'm gonna get back to it. Banner visits the Sanctum, Sanctorum, and convinces the Ancient One to give him the Time Stone. She warns him of the consequences of removing the Infinity Stone from the past, and Banner promises to return them. Rogers overcomes undercover Hydra agents 
and in 2012 self to retrieve the Mind Stone. But Lang and Stark's attempt to steal the Space Stone fails, and Loki escapes with it. Because the Hulk, like, doesn't want to go... The, the Hulk can't fit in the elevator with all the guys, and they're like, stairs! He's like, stairs! And he jumps out, and the, the, you know, blue cube thing falls on the floor out of the suitcase, and then Loki escapes. Bye, Loki, bye! I love seeing Loki. He's so handsome. Remember when he did Taylor Swift? That's when Taylor Swift's new song came out last night called Me. I heard it. Didn't love it. But you know what? I am very particular with my Taylor Swift music. Like, Into the Woods is my favorite song. Anyway, I'm going to continue. Rogers overcomes Hydra. I'm going to reread the sentence. Rogers overcomes Hydra, undercover Hydra agents, uh, in a 2012 self to retrieve the Mind Stone. But Lang and Stark's attempt to steal the Space Stone fails and Loki escapes with it. Rogers and Stark use the last of their size-altering... Tim Particles to travel to the U.S. Army's camp, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna butcher this word, camp L-E-H-I Lehigh in 1970. They steal an earlier version of the Space Stone there, as well as vials of the Pym Particles from Hank Pym, P-Y-M, so they can return to the present. By the way, um, there's a beautiful scene with Robert Downey Jr. and his dad, um, played by, he was in Mad Men, he was a white hair guy, he was also in Desperate and he was in, um, he was in, what is it called? Uh, Mad Men. He was a white-haired guy. And Sex in the City. Okay. Whew, here we go. Rocket and Thor travel to Asgard in 2013 to retrieve the reality stone from Jane Foster. Jane. Jane is Natalie Portman, and she's in it for like a second. And Thor obtains his former hammer, M-J-O-L-N-A-R. I can't pronounce that. Pronounce that. Barton and Romanoff travel to Vormir in 2014 to learn from... Soul Stone Keepers, the Red Skull, that can only be retrieved by sacrificing someone they love. After a brief struggle, Romanov sacrifices himself so that Barton can be reunited with his family. On Meringue in the same year, Nebula and Rhodes steal the Power Stone before Peter Quill can. Rhodes returns to the present with the Power Stone, but Nebula is unable to after her cybernetic implants interface with those of her 2014 self. I'm going to stop right there. Oh, and then let me finish the sentence. Through this connection, the Thanos of that time learns of the present-day events and sends the 2014 version of Nebula to the present. Okay, so Thanos, even Infinity War, Thanos already knew what was going to happen in the future. He already knew that the Avengers that were still living were going to come back and steal the stone or attempt to steal a stone. So what he does is he taps into Nebula's... Um, Nebula is his blue daughter. He taps into Nebula's conscious and figures out where the Avengers who are coming back in time to steal the stones are and then he uses that same system of travel to get to where they currently are and thinks he destroys them it's so that's the that's the real um sort of peak of the plot uh um that he is in he goes forward in time to destroy them so he what i was thinking and i have to see it again because i have to go on these details again i think he knew so that means that infinity war he already knew what was going to happen because it's almost as if this movie was in the middle of Infinity War, only we didn't know this was happening. So this is why this film was so genius, because it is what happened that we didn't know. Because there were so many pieces missing, uh, so many puzzle pieces missing from Infinity War that they're all explained in Endgame. But Endgame took place sort of in the middle of Infinity War, which is a really confusing way of saying, see the veil! Okay, I continue. Um, with all the Infinity Stones collect... Okay, I'm going to read that last sentence again. Rhodes returns to the present with the Power Stone, but Nebula is unable after her cybernetic implants interface with those of her 2014 self. Through this connection, the Thanos at that time learned the present-day events and sends the 2014 version of Nebula to the present. Oh, yeah. So then they all get back to the Avengers headquarters to go back in time with the glove. No, no. They get in that... Sorry. They all stand in that sort of time machine that... No, they don't. Okay. 
Okay, Nebula goes to the time machine that Stark designs and brings Thanos to the present day. And then in the other room of that same building, um, the Hulk puts on the glove with all the stones that they have collected and stabs his fingers. Okay, here we go. With all the seven stones collected, Banner uses them to restore everyone that Thanos disintegrated. The 2014 Nebula uses the same time machine to transport Thanos and his ship to the present day, and he attacks the Avengers compound. There you go. That, that's a cleaner way of saying what I was just trying to say. Sorry, again, I'm tired. Rogers, Thor, and Stark confront Thanos, and Rogers proves worthy of the wield Mohair, a.k.a. Rogers proves that he can, in, um, he can operate and, and call to him um, Thor's uh, hammer. But I can't pronounce what it's called. Mohair? Milhohair? Milnir. I don't know why they... Okay, I don't, silent letters, I've never, I've never understood silent letters. It's just preposterous. Okay, anyways, I continue. However, they are no match for Thanos. He overpowers all of them and summons his army to lay siege on Earth. Present-day Nebula convinces the 2014 version of her sister Gamora to turn on Thanos and kills the 2014 version of herself. She shoots her in the heart. After being restored, Stephen Strange transports all the other, Avenger al- all the other Avengers allies who have been restored, along with his fellow sorcerers and the armies of Asgard, Wakanda, Wakanda, Rock, Wakanda forever. Um, and the Ravagers uh, do the compound to fight Thanos and his army. During the battle, Stark retrieves and activates the Infinity Stones, disintegrating Thanos and his army. Stark dies as a result of using the stones. Yeah, Tony Stark dies. And that's, the, that's the real heartbreaking moment of this film. Spoiler! Um, but it's a really well... It's a beautiful death. And it sort of sets this up in the beginning of the film because um, when all of them... When Ant-Man comes back and Scarlett Johansson... Oh, yeah, also Scarlett Johansson, her character dies. The widow dies because she has to sacrifice herself to get the stone. Just like in the same place that um, Thanos sacrificed Gamora to get the stone. So Gamora's alive because she... The 2014 version of herself came to the present day. It's a bit confusing. I have to see it again. That part might be confusing. But if anyone else understands that part, hit me up on Instagram at Andrew DeVitri, A-N-D-R-E-W dot D-E-V-I-T-R-E, and explain it to me. Message me, follow me. I would love that. Okay. Following the funeral for Stark, um, Thor appoints the Valkyrie. Thor Thor appoints Valkyrie, Tessa Thompson, a.k.a. um, the new... um, Oh, my gosh. Evan Rachel Wood's character in Westworld is... Uh, oh my god, I am having a brain fart. Anyways, I'm going to get back to that after this. Okay, following the funeral for Stark, Thor appoints Valkyrie as the as the queen of Asgard. Oh, Asgard's in like Ireland at a really cool fishing harbor now too. I'm going to read the sentence one more time. Following the funeral for Stark, Thor appoints Valkyrie as the queen of new Asgard and joins the Guardians of the Galaxy. Rogers returns the Infinity Stones and... Thor's instrument to their original places in time before reuniting with Peggy Carter in the past to live out the rest of his life in the present and elderly Rogers passes his shield to Sam Wilson and Sam Wilson is um in Captain America uh, he's in Captain America and his character is because I actually haven't seen that movie oh Falcon um I didn't see actually I haven't seen um Captain America Winter Soldier or Avengers Age of Ultron, which actually I did see that, and I didn't see Ant-Man. I have to see more of them. I just know that I've seen most of the Avengers ones. And the standalone films that I've seen all of are, uh, of course, um, RDJ's films, because I love Tony Stark, um, a.k.a. Iron Man. My gosh, my eyebrow is, like, so itchy. Uh, Okay, so that's basically the film. 
This is a very abridged version of what actually happened because there's so many jails. Okay. Um, by the way, there's a lot of funny one-liners, specifically from Robert Downey Jr. And um, in the beginning of the film, it's like a comedy. It's a definite comedy, which is great because it's a very – the battle scenes are amazing. <sighs> the battle scenes are amazing. The dialogue, it's so well-written um, and very well-acted. Um, I was really happy to see Zoe Saldana in this film because she's my favorite. I'm a been, I've been, I stand Zoe Saldana. I've been a fan of her since Center Stage, which was her first movie because my sister was a ballerina at the American Ballet Theater for one summer, and that's where Zoe Saldana was a dancer as well. And she just, that was her big movie. Then she went to Pirates of the Caribbean, and then she went to freaking Avatar, where she has four more of them, four or five of more avatars coming out, along with freaking another Guardians of the Galaxy, along with Star Trek. Girl isn't all the space movies. She is just probably ranking in dough. Um, I also wonder if they're going to make another Avengers. I mean, I hope that they don't... I, like, really hope that Disney doesn't... That, sorry, I hope that Disney doesn't reboot it because this is just, like, a such an important franchise that can't be rebooted. I'm um, looking at Wikipedia right now also. So the budget of this film was 350 to $400 million. In the box office, it's made $169 million so far, and it is literally day one, so that's crazy. But I assume that the budget for that film was that high because... Um, Robert Downey Jr. probably made like $35 million, and all the actors that have amazing agents are like, I don't know. I'm going to read, okay, I'm going to read the production. Uh, the production of this film, because I'm, I'm very interested in that. In, in October 2014, Marvel announced a two-part sequel to Age of Ultron titled Avengers Infinity War Part 1, uh, which was scheduled to be released on May 4th, 2018. With part two scheduled for May 3rd, 2019. In April 2015, Marvel announced that Anthony and Joe Russo would direct both parts of the Avengers Infinity War with back-to-back filming expected to begin in 2016. Also in the month, um, Kevin Feige, Feige, Feige said that the films were titled as two parts of a single film because they have um, such shared elements, but he would not actually describe them as one story that's cut in half. One, yeah, that's true. It is one story that is cut in half, a.k.a. it's literally the middle of the film of Infinity War, which ends up being Endgame, the second film, uh, which I just saw. Um, uh, what else does it say? Principal, principal, blah, blah, blah. principal photography began on August 10, 2017, working under working title Mary Lou 2 at Pinewood Atlanta Studios in Fayette County, Georgia, with Trent Opalach serving as director of photography, DP. The film, along with Infinity War, were shot in IMAX, dash ARRI 2D cameras thus making the first time that a Hollywood feature film was shot entirely with an IMAX with IMAX digital cameras also in the month filming occurred at the Gulch area of downtown Atlanta near the Five Points Marta Station and the Piaid Mark Park Fige or Fige stated that the films were originally scheduled to be filmed simultaneously but instead decided to shoot them back to back back to back explaining we're doing number one right after the, another. It became too complicated to cross-board them like that, and we found ourselves, again, uh, something would always pay the price. We wanted to be able to focus and shoot one movie, then focus and shoot another movie. Anthony Russo originally felt it made more sense to shoot the film simultaneously due to financial and logistical reasons, considering the large number of cast members, even though each part is on its own distinct film, and suggested that some days we'll be shooting the first movie and some days we'll be shooting the second movie, just jumping back and forth. Production wrapped on January 11, 2018, uh, although additional filming took place in the Dutchess and Ulster counties in New York in June 2018. Reshoots began by September 7, 2018 and concluding, concluded on October 12, 2018. More reshoots occurred in January 2019. Evan, Evans and Hemsworth each earned $15 million for the film. Oh, honey. Uh, that's a lot of money. On December 7, 2018, with the release of the film's first trailer, the title was... 
revealed to be Avengers Endgame while also moving its release date in the United States to April 26, 2019. Visual effects for the film. Blah, 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 blah. None of that's important. It was so good. The music was really good. The marketing's been really good. The poster is so fabulous because on the poster is purple. Is my Wakanda queen, um, Captain America, because basically he's, you know, pretty much the lead. Our DJ, Robert Downey Jr., um, yeah, and all the characters that were in this were Tony Stark, Steve Rogers, Bruce Banner, Thor, Natasha Romanoff, Scarlett Johansson, R.I.P., whose character passes away, spoiler, Clint Barton, um, okay, I'm sorry, Tony Stark, Iron Man, Steve Rogers, Captain America, Bruce Banner, the Hulk, Thor, hey, Thor, Natasha Romanoff, Black Widow, Clint Barton, Hawkeye, James Rhodes, War Machine, Scott Lang, Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, T'Challa, Black Panther, Carol Danvers, Captain... Marvel, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, Nebula, Gamora, Hope, Hope Van Dyne, The Wasp. Oh, Evergreen Lily. I thought that was um, that other actress. Tessa Thompson, Valkyrie, Renee Russo, Frigra, Elizabeth Olsen, uh, Wanda, Maximoff, Scarlet Witch, Sam Wilson, Falcon, uh, Bucky Barnes, Winter Soldier, Loki, Oki, Wong, Mantis, Drax, Shuri, Howard Stark. Oh, John Slattery. John Slattery played... Um, Tony Stark's father. That was a beautiful scene. It was probably three to five minutes, but it was so well done. Oh, it was Kate Beckinsale. I thought Kate Beckinsale was um, the Wasp, but Kate Beckinsale and Evagen Lilly are like twins. I wonder if they're cousins. Um, Peggy Carter, Jane Foster, Aunt May, Marissa Tomei, um, Angela Bassett, Ramona, Ramonda, I'm sorry, from Black Panther. Michael Douglas was in it. Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer was in it. it was, oh, actually, Michelle Pfeiffer's in the new Maleficent movie, Mistress of Evil, which I can't wait to see. Um, so many other actors. It was so well done. Uh, again, I mean, I, I've given spoilers, but there's so much more. There's like, I've given a sort of abridged skeleton version of the film, but you have to go see it. But again, the really the highlights of it were that Thanos is defeated and his whole world turns to dust at the end. Um, Tony Stark passes away because he saves everyone, and then Gwyneth Paltrow um, and him have a daughter, and Gwyneth Paltrow kisses him and says. You rest now, and it's really sad and beautiful. Actually, really well done acting. I've always loved Winnie Paltrow though from Shakespeare and Love. She was so good in that. Um, and then, uh, what else happens? Uh, Scarlet Witch, Scarlett Johansson is sacrificed, and you know, but we don't know. We don't know what's gonna happen because Marvel always is surprising us and throwing us in the left field. All right, I'm gonna see it again, but let me know if you guys have more details and like want to know more about it because. There is so much more that happened. Again, follow me on Instagram at Andrew DeVitri, A-N-D-R-E-W, period, D-E-V-I-T-R-E. I would love to hear what your thoughts about it are, um, and let's talk about it. So, uh, yeah, I bid adieu. I'm going to go to bed. I'm so tired. I'm looking at my Facebook now, and I literally, I don't know. Oh, yeah, the best line of the whole film was, um, oh, what was the line? I don't even know. I'm so tired. All right. Night, night, folks. Avengers Endgame. Very well done, Disney and Marvel. I'm so excited for you, and I'm going to see it again this weekend. All right. Night, everyone.